0: hello and welcome back to another episode of game chat uh today i have elite here with me and last episode oh quickly shout out uh instagram at game chat pod check out the social the links uh to watch us there in the social but me and anthony previous episode we made a video just quick video of reviewing the batman if you haven't seen it go check it out and today i have elite with me he would like to give his review and me and him will go more in depth into the Batman. So, so elite, yes. what'd you think of the movie?
1: Um, <clears throat> I was surprisingly overwhelmed. I thought it was a very, very, very good movie. Um, it was, I went into it, you know, I had to take Anthony's advice cause Anthony was the first one to see it of all of us. And I probably had the most preconceived notions of anybody, um and I he said hey forget let it stand on its own blah 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 and so I did that and so I get to the movies I didn't realize it was a three hour movie which was like <laughs> gosh that was that was long but at, all said and done it literally felt like I was there like an hour and a half it was so quick moving it was just a really really good movie. The story was really good. It, the, you know, I went and saw it with my daughter. The only complaint that we had was, I don't think it stopped raining at all in the movie. I think the only scene where there was no rain was actually at the end after, I don't spoilers ahead, when they're leaving the cemetery and they both go, both go different ways. I think it's the only time it wasn't raining in the whole movie.
0: Yeah, so we'll make this <laughs> spoiler- this will be spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen it, stop watching and then maybe come back to this after you've seen it. But yeah, I saw that. Um I was watching a video. And that's the thing, like they kind of set up well, cause Gotham has always been a rainy place, but um Matt Reeves wanted to make it like David Fincher's seven, where every time they were outside or there was an exterior shot, it was always raining. Okay. And then not only that, like it built into the seawall, like you know, because the rain. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Water.
1: Except the last so scene. In, last cool. scene in seven, there was yeah. no rain either. Mm-hmm. At the reveal. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean?
0: There was a lot of rain. So. But it, but
1: it, but it's interesting you say that. And then the one other thing I thought too was interesting was, I know that Robert Pattinson refused to bulk up for the role. He said that he wanted to play it a certain way, like almost like a slimmer Batman. And it was interesting when he was wearing the bat suit, he looked kind of buff, but as soon mm-hmm. as he was out of the a couple scenes where he was out of it, he looked like a scrawny little goth kid, like I hated mm-hmm. his haircut. I hated the look he had yeah
0: he could he could use the trim a little bit
1: and it was like and <laughs> in fact, my daughter said the only crime that was committed in that movie was the haircut he had. Uh, <laughs> and so the other thing I thought was kind of interesting was, I've never seen Batman portrayed as anti-social Batman. Like the way he portrayed him, like he didn't really want to have anything to do with the business. He didn't really want to have anything to do with people. He was just so hyper-focused. Like remember that like scene where he kind of like saw the sun for the first time in a couple days, apparently they like, just walking around with sunglasses. He just was, he said he was becoming nocturnal. I really like the detail of the diaries of keeping track of every date of what was going on and what he did I thought that was really neat. Um, And huge shocker. I personally think that was the coolest Batmobile they've had in a long time. That Batmobile Mm -hmm. and that one scene where it came through the fire. I was like, oh my God, that was, that was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. I I think it was a, if I had to give it like, it's definitely a two thumbs up. I, you know, like, I know that like Anthony said like a 9.6, I have a hard time with those numbers. It's definitely a high number. Um, I, I walk away from it kind of almost as I did the first time I saw The Dark Knight. Um, Dark Knight, I thought, was the first Batman movie they ever really got right. And I think that they did really, really good. And leading into The Court of Owls. Like I'm looking forward to the next one and looking forward to how they go down that road introduction of their joker which is always kind of a little tricky um i i could have i guess if i had wanted to critique and pick it apart i wasn't overly impressed with catwoman like i thought she was a little too aggressive as a catwoman like like you know i just didn't think she wasn't kind of what i portrayed throughout the history of batman with catwoman but it played well in their story that makes sense yeah
0: you bring up you know that's one thing i critiqued with um in in our last episode was i said that i feel as if that like bruce wayne and batman like i it sounds weird and it said like when i told anthony but like they're the same person i'm like they act exactly the same and if you're gonna You know, do this thing where, like, we're two different people. You can't be acting the same. And that's why I felt like, because I'm like, oh, I told Anthony, I'm like, well, Batman, you know, he's been classically portrayed as, like, billionaire playboy. He's got, like, women wrapped around his arm. You know, he's going to parties. Like, he's a socialite. Right. And then, but this is year two. Maybe he's like, you know what, like, this is, I'm still experimenting with it. So maybe, like, I got to be more. A people person.
1: But it's interesting is I was kind of like I I was saying before in pre-production with us, it kind of took me down a rabbit hole where I started watching some of the other Batmans again so I could have this talk again. And I remember Alfred in the Batman cartoon, the very first episode of the Batman cartoon, um, Bats in the Belfry. There was a scene where Alfred whips out his season tickets to go see the Gotham. I forget what the t- the, ba- ba- the basketball team was called, but their Gotham basketball team. And he said, if you want to keep up your appearances and stay under the radar, sometimes you have to be above the radar. And so I kind of feel like how could he be... That was the whole idea of being the playboy billionaire was that, oh my God, this guy doesn't care about anything other than having fun. How could he ever be the Batman? You know what I'm saying? And now apparently he's just that morose guy that just wants to change vengeance you know he's all about vengeance mm-hmm. and maybe he could be the batman you know
0: <laughs> one thing one thing i did definitely love that they did with this film and they kind of didn't do it with like the others well well first of all number one i haven't seen this since the michael keaton era but they made gotham feel like gotham Mm -hmm. And I told that to Anthony in the last episode, I said, um, like, you know, Dark Knight, I kind of got like New York, Chicago skyline, Yeah, but where this one felt like Gotham, you know what I mean?
1: So you're absolutely right. Because that's exactly kind of what I said too, was I was, I whispered to Anna, the Dark Knight, if you remember the Dark Knight series, so Batman begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Um, our Dark Knight Returns, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. um, every one of those was filmed in different locations. So, like the Dark Knight was filmed in Chicago, the Dark Knight Rises was filmed in Pittsburgh, and then I forget where they filmed Batman. Oh, Vancouver is where Batman Begins was filmed. Mm-hmm. The cool thing, I looked up the film location of this because I thought the exact same thing. It looked like old world Gotham. They filmed this in London, Scotland, and England. Yeah,
0: the yeah, that's what I liked about Gotham and the comics is it has gothic architecture. Right. And that's where you go for Gothic architecture. And
1: it looked very old world, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that was really cool. Even though they had like the scene that looked like Madison Square Gardens, the round building, they kinda made one building look like MSG, because we all know Gotham's supposed to be New York City. But yeah. it's literally when you looked at it, I was like, Wow, they did a really great job of that. They did a really great job. With filming of that movie and the shots. Um, I have to say Paul diano Yeah, Paul Dano, yeah. Paul Dano. Oh my freaking word. Best reveal of a Riddler ever. Forget the corny green costume. Like I literally was like the whole time, like when they took when I finally saw him turn around. That's not the person I was – I didn't look at anything going into this because I totally want to go in open mind. So I didn't even know – other than Robert, I didn't know who was playing yeah. characters. And I was like, oh, my God, that corny guy? And literally, he knocked it out of the park. Like literally – so so to me, it's always been the gold standard of supervillains. Like when you look at the ultra villains, Heath Ledger is the greatest Joker ever. Ever, You know, in my opinion, he, he played the greatest role ever in in a, in a Batman series. Paul Dano, literally, is right up there. The way he portrayed the Riddler is right up there with how Heath Ledger played the Joker. It was that good, and you really felt like you were looking at like a mind of somebody that was twisted. Like he played it so good. Like like the scene, like I'll, I'll never forget the like the scene. I, I I was like, oh my god, oh my god. So remember, like remember, Batman was looking at his board and he saw a picture and he saw a picture of little little Riddler little i they're not even calling him edward enigma right now he has like two names you don't even know he's enigma yet so um so like literally he's they had a picture of him and he's looking down at bruce wayne at the orphanage etc so forth and so bruce uh batman bruce wayne is thinking okay he figured it out it's me and then he goes to see him at arkham and he goes bruce wayne bruce and then all of a sudden it's like the one we didn't get, the one we didn't get, yeah. and then it clicks in Batman's he- head. Oh, he doesn't know, yeah. and he thought they were like, "Oh my god, that role was st- that, that that scene was just like perfect, perfect," mm-hmm. and it was just like, it, "It was a really, really amazingly good movie." And then I was watching something on YouTube, and then I started to think about it after the fact. Do you know there's only three or four scenes in that whole movie where. Robert Pattinson, Pattinson is not in costume of, of as Batman. He's hardly ever shown as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And if he is, he's wearing like the, like the bandana on a bike, but hardly ever like just – like the, there's the funeral scene. Um, yeah, yeah, that's scene. what
0: I was telling Anthony was I'm um, like – I kind of wish they would put more Bruce Wayne in it that like – you know, we only got a funeral scene and like another
1: scene, like he was Where he took the cow off. Where he took the cow yeah. off at the end of the day, like the very beginning where he was writing in the diary. But I wonder if you're gonna see that in the next one more. Like, I think he really like I thought it was really like a great idea. Like they didn't get in they didn't like relaunch the whole series. Like they didn't get in the whole you know, Thomas Wayne, Martha Wayne murder, how it happened, how he became Batman. I loved how the fact that it came off right after year one. It's year two. He's been doing this for a minute. He already has a reputation around town. People are already kind of scared of him.
0: Um, going back to what you said about Riddler, yeah, they they definitely based this off of the the Hush comics where Riddler acts as the Hush and, you know, he's manipulated this whole thing. But. I love, I I think this is the only time they've ever, I think I, they dabbled it in Michael Keaton a little bit, but they made Batman like a myth. Like every time you saw a dark alley, you're like, yeah. is, he here? is that him? And they're like, stop what you're doing. like, And that's what you saw, like the dude who robbed the grocery store. He just looked at the dark hallway and got scared. You know what I mean? And he tried and to hail the taxi. <laughs> yeah. Until finally it's revealed on the train station.
1: And it was, it was great. Like the scene too, it was like a couple, I think it was a couple, maybe it was two, maybe it was three times. You saw the dark alley or you saw the dark, whatever. And then you heard those, koof, 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 like his, the footsteps coming. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's there. And yeah. I, I also thought something that was really cool was, remember when he had the batarang uh-huh. and he, the logo was the Batarang. Remember he yeah, like, like that the thing too. and he like clicked it back on his chest. I was like, yeah, that would make mm-hmm. perfect sense. If you got to carry this darn thing around, why not have it like right there, like a magnetic yeah. or whatever, however it clicks in there. I was like, that was a pretty good idea. So,
0: mm-hmm. so uh, listeners, Anthony has joined us now and I was just telling no, Anthony, no, yes. what do you think? Cause we're now going to spoilers. I was just, I just told elite that, um, I loved how in this movie that they made Batman a myth. Like every time he saw a dark alley, yeah. like he, they got scared. What did you think? Yeah.
2: Um okay, yeah. I really like the new approach to um the previous Batman films. I like how dark, gritty, disgusting, rainy Gotham is. Um Batman is not trusted by the cops, not trusted by the streets, no one. Uh, I liked a lot about it this movie. There's some things I didn't like. Um, I gave it a 9.6, but I'm going to give it a 9.4. I think final. Um, like I said, I liked the battering thing. Like There's some little things that I liked in there. We'll go through it um, little by little, but I really did like the, the setting. Um, like you said, how, you know, how everybody's scared. The fear mm-hmm. was installed. It's only year two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot they could do with the franchise. Um, I get a 9.4. What did you give it to Lee? I didn't hear it. So I, it. I'm you not go. really
1: good with the whole like giving it a number thing. I said, I definitely gave it two thumbs up. And I have to say, thank you, Anthony. I did go into it totally looking like I was said earlier without with a very open mind. Like, I didn't look at it like any other Batman movie. And I kind of looked mm-hmm. at it as a standalone Batman movie. Um, and I was very, very so. Anna, my daughter and me both went and saw it and uh-huh. she's, she's getting heavily into comic book movies right now. So we went and saw it and we both were like, wow, this is awesome. It was amazing. Um, it's funny you say that though, because there was one other Batman movie that had that same, like gothically raining all the time. And that was the very first Tim Burton Batman. Yeah. The Michael Keaton version. And because, as we all know, Tim Burton is everything's dark and black and just kind of too much purple, too much black in that one, in my opinion. And it always was kind of weird. The dudes were in a black suit with a big yellow logo. It just kind of was weird. Uh, but it's but- it's. I have to say that something that, uh, that Bruner said made perfect sense was I think it was all about film location in this movie because they filmed this in, in Europe and in England and in Scotland. And so they had like very gothic look. To it, and I think that's really what kind of made it work, as opposed to filming it in Chicago or Pittsburgh or you know what I'm saying, and I think that's what made it work and the rain was a little annoying at times, it was a little bit of too much rain, but it makes sense I think that who was the who was the director you said Bruno did you say David Fincher? Uh, Matt Reeve, Matt Okay. Oh, he was he was doing it like Fincher's movie Seven. So, yeah. um, I get the interpretation of it is that Batman's trying to cleanse the city, and so it's kind of like the rain is trying to cleanse the dirt dirt away, wash the dirt away from the city. So, I thought, I think it was a really really good
0: movie. <sighs> one yeah, one thing like? I did like about this movie too, and we haven't gotten a long time or maybe never, was like. The scale of Batman, like when he's in a closed environment, like when he goes to the mayor's the mayor's home and he's walking in a hallway and there's a cop and c s i people and like he's just this dude in a suit, you know what I mean, with like boots mm. like walking and like you know what i mean it's very like it's finally realistic like this dude's very out of place, you know what I mean this is a crime scene, and everybody's giving uh Gordon they're like you're letting this guy in, you know what I mean? And I like what he says. He's like, cause it, of course it takes place around Halloween and he's like, today must be, you know, your favorite day or, or something like that. And
1: I, I thought that was awesome is that cause, so they paid homage to a ton of the comic books. So this is based off a of hush, but they also paid homage to court of owls, which I think is where they're going to, but they also had the Halloween, which is the long Halloween. Which was the introduction of the Joker is in the Long Halloween. Yeah. So it's kind of funny, is they paid like all these little homages. And when I look back on it, I'm like, I thought they did a great job in casting of, uh, well, soon to be Commissioner Gordon. I don't know if he's he was Captain Gordon, whatever he is now, James Gordon. No,
2: he's the Gordon, yeah, Detective uh, Gordon. So
1: they did a great job with that role of that person. I think they did a great job with the Batman. I thought they did a good job. The thing I didn't didn't see like was like there. I was looking for like there's people that were grossly missed. Like I feel like we we need to have more Alfred. I feel like we need to have more of you know. I don't ever really remember. I guess we're in that mayoral race, so there really wasn't a mayor. And it
2: was like but uh, those the mayor are... died. No, the mayor was the first person to die. Yeah, but
1: he was, and he was like, but in the court of owls, he was like one of the head people, and it's like, but he died. That was kind of it. Kept me thinking in the beginning, like, oh, they're going down the court of owls way. You know what I'm saying? Because like when he walked into 44 below, and he kind of saw all the faces, like, oh, that's the DA. That's this, da da da. da you know what I'm saying? And uh, and so all the and, but I thought it was,
0: you know, we we keep bringing up Joker, but. I feel like the Joker was a little rushed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we just got our, you know, like, we're, we're, we're getting settled into this, and we like it. And then you're going to, like, hit us with Joker. And then it was confirmed by Matt Reeves mm-hmm. that Batman has already put him away. He's, and then that he was going, that there's a deleted scene, I think that's going to pop up on the Blu-ray, but of him going to the Joker, like, Claire stands asking for advice, really right? Yeah.
2: Actor. Like yeah.
0: asking him like advice for the Riddler.
1: So it's interesting too, as I said to uh I said to Anna, we were talking about it after the movie, I think they did such a good job with the Riddler. For the first time ever, I felt like that was somebody on level intellectually as Batman. Like he was one step ahead of Batman the whole time until the end. You know what I'm saying? Like literally but you know how, like, Batman, like, Batman always figures out Joker. He's just going to, like, blow shit up. He's just about destruction and, and chaos. But the Riddler seemed like, like, when he said, when all of a sudden it came out, when he pulled back that rug, and then all of a sudden the eight spots on the seawall, and he started blowing up these trucks. And, and like, the Riddler's just, like, going crazy in his cell at Arkham. And I'm like, dang, man, Batman didn't figure that out. He didn't stop yeah. it. I like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i, I, yeah, I agree with that what you said
0: was i like you said somebody on like the same intellectual level and i think it shows when they're looking for the mayor's car and then commissioner gordon asks him he's like what are you doing and he's like i'm looking for a usb spot it's like thumb dry yeah, he, like, yeah. like yeah like they figure it out
1: and i thought was, it was oh, like was a, i'm sorry go anthony
2: no, no, no! I was just gonna say something back to the Joker thing, dude. Um, DC, DC loves to keep this PG, but suck off Joker, man. They always got to put Joker in somehow. You know, the Justice League end credit scene, all the art Batman Arkham games have Joker in them. Uh, what else? What else?
1: Well, I, I mean, he, in he, he, he's in He's literally probably the biggest super villain in their in their franchise. So it's like. And I've always said that, like, that's that was going going back to The Dark Knight. Actually, it was Batman Begins. I always thought that was one of the best things ever, is that they didn't have the Joker. That was the first time you ever saw the Scarecrow in a live-action movie. And I always like, Scarecrow to me is like one of the scariest supervillains that Batman ever had to deal with. Because it was just like, the dude just gets in your mind. You know what I'm saying? He gets in, what's what's your biggest fear? And... So I always thought that was kind of cool. And I'm interested to see, like, how it's going to evolve. We already know Penguin is. So the Penguin's going to take over. Okay? So we know the Penguin's there. We know the Joker's there. We know the Riddler's there. Okay? And it's not some clown running around with a question mark on a green suit saying, riddle me this, Batman. You know? I mean, literally, the guy seems like he's a smart cookie. And are we going to see anybody else? Are we going to see a scarecrow? Are we going to see, you know, maybe... I don't want to see Bane again. I thought Bane was a hard one to kind of redo anyway. But there's some other cool, Man Bat. There's a couple other cool villains. That...
0: Yep. Yeah, perfect perfect segue, Lee, because I was just about to ask who would you want to see in the second or third movie? And let me throw out a name to get us started. uh Matt Hatter. Yeah. Maybe we could get Matt Hatter. Yeah.
2: There's, 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 there's
1: actually two people I would like to see that were in the Batman universe. Well, three. Matt Hatter. I would like to see the ventriloquist. And I would like to see um, Man Bat. Now, it was interesting, if you go back to this, something that was super interesting... And this is kind of where I got a question mark because I watched something on YouTube after the fact. I mean, I literally stayed away from everything until I saw the movie. Let's see. go back and look at the cards, spoiler alert, go back and look at the cards. Every one of the cards, the person on the front, represents a super villain in the Batman universe, including the Mad Hatter, including the owl man um, and there's like there's a whole bunch of them that are in there and I thought that was kind of interesting. So I honestly think they could go almost anywhere. And who's to say it has to be like, if you ever like watch the TV show or you ever watch like the comic books, it's not like watch the comic books, read the comic books. It's never like one character throughout the whole book. Like it's a universe. Who's to say there's not like a mass exodus breakout. And now all of a sudden he has to recapture five supervillains. Why can't you have like, Almost like, you know, an Unjustice League breakout, and you have five or six super villains that he has to capture. And then, I mean, hey, I'm not telling these guys how to make the movie, but then maybe he has to reach over to Metropolis and get help from somebody from Metropolis, or maybe go over to Central City and get somebody.
2: Okay. Yeah. To go to Bruce question, all right, here's mine three. Ready? It's going <laughs> to blow you away. Be- I'm ready. Hugo Strange, Hugo Strange, Brunner. Shout okay. Brunner. Hugo Strange. I'd love to see. They, they could do a lot with that one alone. Yeah. Uh, Black Mask. Yeah, okay. With everything with the mob, they could definitely do any, um, something like that. And I would like to see a good Batman versus Deathstroke movie. That
1: That'd would be, be great. Thing to do. And, and speaking of Black Mask, Red Hood.
2: They've never yeah, really... Yeah, you do... have to bring in Robin and then that's Joker. Let's see, you would have to bring in Joker. Yeah, that's what... That's
0: what, too. But do you think... I I think I'm like, well, do you think they could bring in Robin? But I don't think so because he's still like figuring it you out know, well.
2: Well, Josh was saying that boy that we were seeing, that, that mayor's son that we kept seeing throughout the movie That's would be Robin. Robin. I could see that. Talk about a week, by the way, for that kid. He saw his dad get murdered and then this funeral. Some car drove in, and then the mayor's election, he's there for the flood, man. Talk about dude, the, for the that kid's that like, got
1: shit everywhere. This mayor gets shot. That kid just had a rough fucking week, man. Rough week. Rough and, one, then every, and then everywhere, every time he turns around, there's this big motherfucker dressed up as a bat looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Always, what the dude. hell? So I, I agree with you. I think it's interesting is that kind of. That's something that like really upset me. That's the biggest upset that I had at the end of Batman Rises, and they introduced Robin. Do you remember when they introduced Robin?
2: Yeah, I remember that John Grant
1: Eleven. Yeah. they they never did anything with it. And I'm like, still to this day, super disappointed. Yeah. Super yeah. disappointed by that, and I really would love to see. I don't know why they stay away from it. Maybe because it's the man-boy thing, kind of living together. Da-da-da. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's to me, it's like I'm, I would love to see a Batman-Robin origin story. It kind of, because it was such an important part of Batman. Because it, I think it's what happened is with Batman. And you could even kind of evolve down into it, bring in Barbara Gordon. And then, you know, turn her into the Oracle, et cetera, so forth. And I think you really, really go far with it and no one's ever done it. They always seem like, like you could bring up a great point, Bruner. I don't know if I necessarily want to see the Joker again. Once you see Heath Ledger play the Joker, it's going to be really hard to see anybody else play that role. You know, and and the only person I think that could do it is Joaquin Phoenix.
2: Which they should have brought out, but I mean, it kind of gave it, it gave me a Mark Hamill kind of vibe. Of this Joker, um, he looked kind of old, like wrinkled. Um, me personally wouldn't want to see another Joker. Um, that's probably the route they will go. I would like to see a good Harvey Dent built up, like a maybe good not Two the Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What are were we gonna say, Burger, Go ahead.
1: Well,
0: I believe it is rumored now that the next villain for the sec for the second one it would be Mister Freeze.
2: Okay, I could see yeah, that. That would be cool. Yeah. Around Christmas time, I would see that. Like, that would be a good movie. Yeah. This one was Halloween, Christmas, Christmas. If they did one every holiday, I wouldn't even mind. Like, you know, another yeah, person... I, I would love
0: to see... Well, I was going to say, I'd love to see... Well, like Maybe they'll write them so that we sympathize them. Because the whole origin story of him is that this wife has a disease. And as as of right now, there's no medical science to cure it. So he freezes her right. to like help preserve her.
1: And I think another one that might be kind of cool, too, is... They did crappy with it back in the day, but then you'd have to really work Catwoman into it too. I don't know if she's part of the whole deal. It'd be interesting to see a Poison Ivy. You know, a good. I think they should Ivy.
2: redo her. I think they should redo her. You know, she deserves and I, another redo. And, yeah. But
1: I don't. I don't want to see whatever happens. I don't really necessarily want to see another Joker. I don't want to see another Harley Quinn. I don't want to see the things that are already done. You know, and it's it's. I don't know. I know I know they're gonna do Joker because we already seen him. I just don't know how to what extent are they gonna do him. Um, but I think Harvey Dent would be really kind of cool. Harvey Dent. Another thing is they really should do too, is I really think they should go back in time and do more with the story part of Vicky Vale. And how that was I know they they kind of touched on to it in the very first Batman with Michael Keaton, and I think that's who Maggie um, Hall was supposed to kind of be portraying, even though they gave her a different name. But that was the true love interest until the, other than the Catwoman of Bruce Bruce Wayne. So it's like it's there's a lot of like holes. I just feel like, but it all depends on what route they want to go.
2: Oh yeah, no yeah, and they could go any route at this point. They set it up perfect where it's ear ear to the um, Gotham's uh, Gotham PD's corrupted still. Commissioner Gordon's not established yet. Um, You know, the fear is there in the streets, though, guys. It so is It's there. not like no one, no one takes him seriously. I want to ask you, boys, something. I'm going to ask you about a few things. I want to hear your opinions about it, okay? Um, We'll go one by one. We'll go Bruner the first one. So these are the controversial topics from the movies. Not controversial and good things. And we'll hear about your guys' opinions, okay? So the first one is... Alfred and Bruce's relationship throughout the movie yes
0: so last episode me and Anthony talked about this when we touched on it is like it's weird Ben's like oh you're not my dad Blah, blah blah Alfred wakes up from a coma and he's like you lied to me and it's very weird and I told Anthony last episode I'm like you know historically Bruce and Alfred are very tight you know what I mean? They're very close. And then year two, when they're like still
2: arguing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not built. no relationships there. How do you feel about that, Elite?
1: I, I, I feel it's kind of very disrespectful to the history of the two. I mean, so, like, it was kind of interesting. The Riddler says, you don't know what it's like to be an orphan. You lived up on a mansion on a hill. You don't know, 30 people to a room. That's an orphan rat waking up screaming because a rat's biting your hands that's an orphan and the person that kept him out of that was alfred and so i think that it's kind of a misconnect of i couldn't see bruce wayne i couldn't see bruce wayne from what i know of bruce wayne my bruce wayne not having anything but love and endearment for alfred
2: exactly yeah that's how I pictured it too. So that was one of, I guess, one of the things I didn't like. So we'll put that for both list. This We'll go to a positive one. Uh, me personally, everyone on my Instagram knows that I love this. But the soundtrack, heavily inspired by the Tim Burton movies. You can hear it throughout the, um, the songs. How do you guys feel? We'll go with Elite first this time.
1: I thought it was good. I kind of wanted to look up who that's, that song, who plays that song they kept playing. I thought it was kind of cool. Like the beginning at the end of the movie, they played this one like kind of, band i don't know it kind of almost sounded like a grunge band out of seattle I
2: oh that's that's it okay that's what i that's and what um... i thought
1: it, it sounded like and uh no it's yeah. like uh it's, that's exactly I what i, I thought it sounded like i was like oh it's pretty cool i like the soundtrack a lot and i thought they did a great job with the soundtrack of like even the whole soundtrack of like when scenes were rising like the music just yeah. kind of going with it and I it's don't know about the movie one. theater you saw it in. Like I saw it like in super ultra loud craziness. There yeah, were scenes seeing. literally in there that like jumped me out of the seat. Cause they just came on like, boom, like super loud all of a sudden. And I was like, whoa, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Soundtrack was amazing. It was good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Michael Giacchino, who did the soundtrack amazing job. And it kind of tied in with, uh, interesting fun fact uh which called i don't know photographer the digital photographer whatever it's called um i'll put the name the official name on off screen but the guy who did rogue one did bat this batman as well and you kind of get that like the similarities when Rogue One when vader comes in you know to the room full of the uh, rebels and the lightsaber ignites and then you get that when uh, Batman starts walking out of the alley, and he then does that
2: a lot, if, yeah, with the yeah,
0: yeah, and then if you notice a lot of alleys, yeah. Well, if you listen to the soundtrack during the Penguin chase, it's the Batman theme, and then there's like symphonies going like do 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 do, and then it continues do 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 and then
2: yeah, the Batman it, theme continues. I recommend so, you guys yeah, listen to the whole soundtrack. Yeah, it was a good it's soundtrack. really good. Yeah. Um. Real quick, this is the last one. This one can go 50-50, so that's why I said it for last. I don't know if this is new. I don't know if they've done this before. Really interesting. Bruce Wayne's mom was named Arkham. Martha we Arkham. Just about- we just talked about that. Yeah. I never
1: heard that in a movie ever. I never heard that reference ever, and I've read a lot of the comics, but actually, Bruner found in one of the comics, she did have yeah, a name. Earth- yeah. She had a name. of. And elite,
0: I didn't know this fun fact Ali told me this earlier. He said her name is Kane because Bob Kane's wife is named Martha. So it's Martha Kane.
1: Which is Bob Kane is the creator Bill Finger and, and Bob Kane created Batman. And so that's why he had Kane and it's, I'm not 100% it's Martha Kane, but I know that that's why she had Kane. I'm pretty sure What's it Martha I, Kane.
0: It's, I looked up, it says, uh, Earth one Martha's main name was Arkham instead of Kane in this alternate continue, uh,
1: continuity. But it was uh, the, the coolest thing about uh. now. One thing I did say that I th- was interesting is that I saw one complaint as people are saying on YouTube was how did he get the tech like how he had that lens that he put on his eye, the camera. They never explained where he gets the tech and then Catwoman like takes it off. Remember that one scene where she takes it off. But all of a sudden, yeah. looks like she threw it down a sink. But then all of a sudden, she need to get a hold of him later, and she had another one. They're just readily available, apparently, around in Gotham. They just go what over to the liquor store or something to buy one. But <laughs> so people were little yeah, like, like kind that kind that of, but, yeah, it, it, I
0: think I've met. Too. I mean, like, are you seriously going to really poke holes, You know what I mean? And it was, think, and yeah, it was,
1: I mean, I don't really care. care. To me, it made it made for a great story. It was just kind of interesting because he is kind of like anti Wayne Enterprises. Like he didn't want to meet with. He is. You know the so he doesn't have like that R and D department like he had with Lucius making everything he needed, and like yeah, the coolest thing, the coolest thing I thought was cool is because the suit looks super homemade, and the and the the, the Batmobile looks super homemade. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. he's doing this all on his own, like going out and buying a parts. Hey, I'm gonna go get me a, a Dodge Challenger or whatever the hay it was, and modify it to do this, <laughs> that, and the next thing, and then. Same with the suit and like his motorcycle, the bat bike, whatever you want to call it, just look like an ordinary Ducati. You know, it just Mm -hmm. looked like a a black Ducati. And so I thought it was like pretty cool how, yeah, he's a billionaire and he's doing it on its own. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because maybe he don't have an R&D department with Lucius. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he has to figure it out all on his own.
2: And it makes no. him more, look more smart. I think this Bruce Wayne. It looks like this Bruce Wayne's been in love. because there was um, I did yeah. read it too. I didn't get, get a glimpse. There was a pre comic to this explaining this yeah. before. Um, so he yeah, does, he does the, need a haircut though. Yeah, he does. This Bruce Wayne. If you guys read the pre comic, any of the listeners, you know that this um, the car, the Batmobile, was his first car he got when he was a teenager, and he's been building it since. Uh, this Car's Bruce Wayne's awesome. really smart. In mechanics and technology, they do explain that there. Uh, the eye scene, I do agree with you. She just tosses it, and then like when she needs to get in contact with him, it's like, "Are you there? What the fuck are you know he's there?" Like, and then Bruce Wayne stalking her too. That's kind of weird. I mean, Bruce well, was it was a kind of in this movie. It, uh,
1: yeah. But I mean, the cool thing, like like Bruner said it earlier, and it's still like I just came back in my head again. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Is These villains see the bat signal. Like in the opening scene, the bat signal's up. And the bat signal's not on top of Gotham PD this time. The bat signal's like some abandoned building, build-up building or whatever, which is kind of cool. So the bat signal's flipped. And these dudes are like doing a drug deal or whatever, robbing the liquor store or whatever they're doing. They see it, and they're like, oh. And then they show an alley, and they're like, yeah, I'm not walking down there. And they like stay in the light. And I thought that was so, so cool. Because it shows you that he's already in the minds of the of the street villain. You know? And I thought it was so awesome when he, like, <laughs> goes to um, Iceberg or whatever they call that. What would they call that? Um, what would they call yeah, that? Iceberg Lounge. The Iceberg Lounge. He knocks on the door. One of the twins opens the door. He's just as Batman. He's like, yo, I am. <laughs> like. The kid looks at him like, it like he closes the door brings his homeboy, his brother over, and then Batman just kicks the shit out of both of them. <laughs> and then he comes back as Bruce theme. Wayne. He uses the same line, you know who I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne.
1: By <laughs> right the way, funny.
2: I like that. those little scenes like that. I made it good. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a good movie. I mean, I'd l- I'll probably end up
1: seeing it again. I don't know if I'll go to yeah, the movie theater to see it, but I, I think it, it's definitely. I think a rewatch through actually might even be a little bit better because I probably will pick up some stuff I missed. But mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then the, I, I watched a breakdown of it and I didn't notice it. But at the end, it was revealed like Riddler's apartment is across the street from the Iceberg Lounge. And then when yeah. the exterior shot of the Iceberg Lounge, you see there's a window light. The, the, the light's on in the window and that's him. That's the Riddler. And he's been watching this and he's the one who's been taking photos. But I want to say, because I think uh, we should wrap this up, but if you guys noticed at the end, well, in the beginning, you know, Batman says, like, oh, he's nocturnal, and then he puts on sunglasses because, like, he avoids the sun. But at the ending of the movie, it's daytime, and then he finally looks up, he's not squinting or anything, meaning, he, like, he's now adapted.
1: Yeah, I kind of wonder if that's where they're going to go is like they're bringing him into the light and let's see what year three brings. Like, Is he going to be more that playboy billionaire or is he going to be more that kind of living up to... I think what the cool thing is, one of the things I think that with Catwoman is I think he had feelings for Catwoman. Like maybe he made that choice of, am I going to make that left or right? You know what I'm saying? Like he Remember she turned and he didn't move for like another minute and then he went to the right? Mm -hmm. And... I kind of wonder if maybe that humanized him a little bit, and we'll see. That's true. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. I did. I'm a little disappointed. I looked at it. They're saying it might be out. Not wait. Might not be out until 2027, though. Um, That could be a little bit too long away. They got to figure that out and speed that process up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think. I think 20 like 2022. I think like 2025 would be good. Yeah, I
1: think so too. Like you got to. You can't go so far away that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should start filming it now, and
2: do yeah, exactly. Still having a script now. Film it by next year. Edit it. You know what I mean?
1: But highly recommend it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, guys. All right. Well, I think uh, that's that's it, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's it. Real quick, real Thank quick. You guys, recap. for watching. Oh, yeah, uh, two thumbs up for me. Nine point four. Brewer gives it a. A nine. A nine. Thank you, guys, for watching the Batman review. We'll be back next week. Thank you, guys, always. Take
1: it easy. See you guys in the next one.